Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskan. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel with you. I hope you're keeping well this Wednesday morning. You can reach out and get in touch with me. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086-1800-658. Here's Brian Adams. Oh, that has us up and at it. Brian Adams, run to you on LMFM's 11 to 1. How are you getting on? I'm grand today now, I have to say. I'm in good form. The week is going kind of fast, isn't it? We're midweek already. However, I am faced with a bit of a dilemma. Well, look, a dilemma might be a bit too dramatic, you know, like it's not like a major, like sort of, you know, problem. But what is this that I'm faced with? Well, I was looking through sort of, you know, the diary and my calendar, marking dates in and things like that. And I realised with the hustle and bustle of Christmas approaching, I have so many invitations to go out. I know. I know it's not that much of a dilemma, but it is if you're like me and you're sort of used to the cocoon of being at home and the cosiness and the candles lit and the effort that it requires to go outside sometimes is not good. Now, with, you know, all this kind of legislation that's going to happen as well, meaning light clubs are going to be open until 6am. Sorry, what? Maybe, you know, 20 year old Sinead would have loved (laughs) 6am close down, but not 38 year old Sinead. no. I am all for comfies, cosies, chilling on the cosy couch. So for a bit of sort of fun today on the programme, I'm asking you, are you sort of more a stay in cosy type like me or are you big heels, tight dresses and sweaty dance floors all the way? I want to know today. This is all in the back of obviously the uh, the nightclubs, uh, the option to stay open until 6am. There's mixed feelings around all of this particularly for the likes of me who likes their comfort, you know, the comfort. Like, I don't want to put fake tan on. I don't want to find a dress. I don't want to, you know, it's a lot of effort. Now, don't get me wrong. The Christmas night out, you know, okay, it can be highly anticipated year for a lot of people and uh, event for a lot of people uh, for of the year. And there is a lot of effort that, you know, dressing up, meeting, hanging out. We haven't had it for so long. I hear all that. But I'm just very like, oh... The effort, the effort. Apparently, I'm not alone with this. A whopping 78% of people who voted on the back of the uh, new opening hours for the the bars until 6am, people were asked, are you happy with this? And a whopping 78% of those said, no, they love the, you know, in bed, 
long before option, basically. <laughs> so they're like loving the staying in. They're, they're, we're used, this might be a kind of a, a product of lockdown. I don't know, an effect of lockdown. We're liking the sort of the cosies and the, you know, staying in. So just for a bit of crack on the show today, I'm going to have a little poll. Are you get me to a dance floor all dolled up, night out kind of person? Or are you the cosies? Let's stay in the pyjamas, have a little glass of wine and Netflix. Netflix and jammies, or is it disco dancing? 86 658 Love to know your views on this. Are you mad for a night out? Let me know. If not, are you like me? Are you like loving the cosies? I'd love to hear that as well. Let's see what way the people of the Northeast would vote with regards to this. 86 658 Years and years, King on LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, people are getting in touch on 086 658 and I thought that it might be a response. I'm asking you, you know, the nightclubs are going to be open, right, until 6am and 20-year-old Sinead would have loved that. Oh, she'd be loving that. 38-year-old Sinead, 6am, you mad? I'll be in bed before 12 no way I'm not able plus I kind of want to be inside do you know what I mean it's a lot of effort going out so I'm asking are you mad for a night out or would you prefer a cosy night in Jessica's been on Sinead are you mad it's the first proper Christmas night out in two years I've a new jumpsuit bought I've the tan booked I will be partying till the early hours says Jessica okay enough said enough said Uh, another one coming in I can't believe you would ever ask this out, 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 says another message. Ben is uh, busy with the college. He says, mad for night out after all the college stress. Well, you see, Ben, you see what I'm saying? You're in a different age bracket to me, I'd imagine, you know, for a college. Plus, you know, you gotta, you got to keep up with the college people. I couldn't do it now. I really couldn't. Oh, sequence and Prosecco and non-stop dancing. <laughs> Need a good night out, says another message here. Well, I do love a sequin. You know, you're kind of tempting me there. Oh, thanks be to God. Anne-Marie, love cosy nights in. Got a new onesie, can't take it off. You see, I think myself and Anne-Marie would just hit it off very well. (laughs) We'd be in the onesies, we'd be having the wine, we'd be watching Netflix, we'd be chilling inside. I'm all for a chill inside vibe. Wondering, are you with me? Just for a bit of fun, just taking a little poll today. Scenes as the nightclubs have decided they're going to be open until six. I don't know. 86 658 Are you a night out or a night in kind of person? I want to know. Uh, now, the speaking of nights in and cosy nights in, what better way to enjoy a cosy night in than the crown? It's back in our lives and we have exclusive chats with the cast of the crown that is coming your way very, very shortly. 11 to 1. With- Now, are you thinking of going to college? Well, DQIT is hosting their annual open day today for those graduating from secondary school, also mature students and advanced entry applicants. It's a great opportunity to get a look around their state-of-the-art campus, meet the lecturers and find out more about your course options. Well, Pat O'Shaughnessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are coming to us from DQIT today. He's gone back to college to find out more, Pat. How are you getting on? Oh, yes, you need your right. Absolutely. Uh, you join me at DQIT for their open day. And just to let the people 
people know and information out there that most of the sessions in the early morning are actually gone and it's the later sessions that are now available so get on there get online very very quickly if you want to get yourself involved of course we are here as we do every time for the open day and there's always somebody exciting to talk to and there's always something going on it's a very vibrant campus huge campus that it is indeed I'm delighted to be joined by Jared Galligan he's head of section in electrical and motor trades and uh, he's a world expert and we'll talk to him shortly and also a phase 6 student Stephen Monaghan from Carlinstown over there in County Meath and uh, Stephen recently uh, took place and represented the area in the world what was that like Stephen tell me First of all, you must be really on top of your game to to get to that level. Um, yeah, I suppose so. I um, I wasn't expecting it at all. I was just I got chosen when I was in the workshop in college. Um, someone obviously liked my work and chose me to take part in the preliminary exam. I think I was against seven other people where I was. I won that that uh, competition and I was on then for the world skills and um, yeah, it was a big deal for me. Um, I was uh, I was fairly starstruck when I when I got chosen to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you were, and obviously the, the the work and the prep that you were doing here had a big input into that, along with your own ability, of course. Oh, definitely did. Yeah, um, the amount I learned in the workshop there, I, I wouldn't have been able to learn that on site. Uh, but uh, I always, I was always good with my hands. I didn't think I was that good. <laughs> yeah, and so you're saying you didn't think you were that good. So what would you say to other young fellas who are out there who are thinking of apprenticeship, maybe in plumbing or electrical or trades or something else? What would you say to them, given what your experience has been? Um, don't underestimate yourself, really. Good man. Um, there's always time to learn. You'll pick it up as you go along. Um, be patient with it and you'll get there. But... Um, yeah, like I said, I was always good with my hands, mm. but um, never would I expect. Didn't realise that you get to the level that you got. Exactly, yeah. Well, a man who is delighted, uh, I'm sure, that you did get to that level is uh, Jared Galligan. We mentioned his name there earlier on. He's the head of the section here at Electrical and Motor Trades, and he's a world expert in this field. You must have been thrilled, I have to say, Jared, when one of your protégés uh, progressed like that. <laughs> yes, yes, I was. I think Stephen's been very humble and uh, his, his abilities shone through to the, to the lecture in the, in the workshop that had him. And uh, I think it's a testament to the lecturers here that they coach and guide and teach these young people that, that have all these abilities. And Stephen's just a shining example of, of, of the result of that. And do you think it's a combination of individual input or the quality of the course and the tutelage that they gather? Is it a combination of all three? Yeah, I think probably all three, mm. but there has to be that innate ability from the person themselves, and, and Stephen has that. And to, to take it on board. Yeah, and it's it's not even the technical abilities. It's it's the attitude, it's, it's the want, the drive, and... Yeah, it's, it's just all of that in one package. In it's, one it's package. It's really wonderful to get. Yeah. Yeah. You're a world expert, so, you know, that that's quite a kudos for the college to have here. So so what is your expertise? Explain to the world what you are. Okay, so I would have been in Stephen's position at one point. I mm-hmm. went through the system. I'm an electrician by trade as well. And what I do now is I find, and I'm hunting and searching mm-hmm. for people like Stephen right. uh, to represent Ireland at a, at a world and international level. And once we find that person, we go out to, I think it's Poland in 2024, mm-hmm. 
we will we will bring that person uh, with us and I'll train them for three months with intensive training uh, to compete at that level. So basically, um, it, it's like athletics to a degree, except that you're performing it for your work. For your skill, yeah, exactly. That's incredible, yeah, absolutely and incredible. It probably doesn't get the... The recognition that it deserves exactly, yes. and and you know, having fair play to Carolyn's Town for producing somebody like Stephen there. Um, and lastly, just before we have to, I have to run back to the uh, studio very quickly, Jared. There's big increase in the female population because I noticed I'd be around the campus uh, in trades. How's that going? Uh, really well. Of course, we we always want to encourage uh, women and, and and girls to take up an apprenticeship. We don't have enough of them, mm-hmm. but. It is getting better, and I think some of the some of the core things about an apprenticeship is that you can earn while you learn, mm-hmm. and an apprentice is getting the best of both worlds if you compare it to a full-time degree program. They get all the skills of life and dealing with money, and they get to have the lovely college experience that is fun and exciting. And it is an amazing campus, I have to say. There's a superb buzz around the place. Yeah. Look, both of you, thank you very much. You've been enlightened, and I hope that it inspires or sparks something yeah. within <laughs> an individual out there who's listened to us. That's Stephen Monaghan and Jared Galligan. Sinead, we'll be back to you for more of the same here at the IKEA for their open day, and we'll hear more experiences like that. But for now, we'll say bye-bye. Thanks a million, Paddy Shocknessy. The day is running until 7, so there's the later option from 3 to 7 p.m., Uh, this afternoon and evening and you can find out more details dkit.ie Miley Cyrus and Midnight Sky I have no doubt that Miley Cyrus would be one of those people that would be out partying until 6am but what I'm asking you is that you would you be a party animal would you be all for a night out and party until 6am given the new legislation that will be coming into place for the pubs or are you like me you just like a cosy night in it's too much effort and I can't be coping with getting up at, or you know dancing till six uh, home from school straight into the PJs for me and I'm under 20 disco's too noisy give me the fire and Netflix any day says this message yes yes oh yeah the fire and Netflix and the PJs I'm very much straight into the PJs kind of person as well particularly when it's kind of rainy and horrible out there uh, Wendy's been on she says 8 till 6am what the heck I'm normally getting up at 6am she says uh, yes well you see this is the thing isn't it it's going to be you know partying until 6 I don't know if I can handle that uh, someone else though on the going out uh, Sinead spent uh, way too long inside during lockdown take me to the dance floor says a message here and I asked Breege lovely Breege at reception who would be older, let's just say, than me. And she's mad for a night out. So I don't know. Maybe it's myself and Marie and <laughs> the other message uh, straight into the PJs. Keep those coming in, though. Would you be mad for a night out? Would you be all for the 6am party until dawn? Or would you prefer a cosy, quieter time kind of life? 86 658 11 to 1. It is back in our lives. The Crown, it is going to be on Netflix today. People probably have binged watched it already, but it is on Netflix today. We caught up with some of the cast of the series. I'm going to be bringing you that exclusive chat after these. Everybody's looking. Westlife flying without wings on LMFM's 11 to 1. It is the day that fans of The Crown have been waiting for for quite some time quite some time now I was one of these people who was a little bit late to the t- the 
the party when it came to the crown but I'm just I absolutely love it love love it so the big kind of uh, premiere and red carpet and everything was last night and we caught up with some of the cast so we started off by asking Jonathan Price he is playing uh, Prince Philip obviously in the later kind of stages of his life because this is set now in the 90s and it's dealing with Charles and Diana their marriage the breakdown of that also we get the first glimpses of Prince William and Harry as well and I think uh, Dominic West who's playing Prince Charles his own son is actually playing Prince William which is quite interesting as well so uh, they started off by asking Jonathan Price how he got ready to take on the role I've spent 75 years preparing for this role because it's the kind of role you bring a whole life's experience to and then you know it's there in your DNA should we say and then you while you're acting you forget about it but uh, there was physical things I had to do learn how to talk a bit like him uh, you don't want to do an impersonation but you want to suggest the man uh, to try and walk a little more upright um, I went to the gym three times a week uh, worked with a movement coach Ooh, a lot of preparation there to take on uh, the fantastic Prince Philip. Uh, now, the voice of the Queen is quite key. You know, it's very important to get the voice of the Queen right. So Imelda Staunton talks about, you know, trying to nail the voice of Queen Elizabeth. Here she is. You, you want, <coughs> excuse me, the voice to be right and hopefully not, a, you know, it's not a, an impression as such. It's, it's a fine line and that's the challenge, is to make them real people, which of course they are, this is Imelda Staunton doing it, not Olivia Colman, not Claire Foy. I have to do my version. And so, you know, I just have to make it my own without it being too much me. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good and challenging and it's an absolute privilege. Honest to God, it really is. She said that a few times how much it's been a privilege to play the Queen and of course you know it is one of those kind of roles of of the, a lifetime really. So as it's based in the 90s they asked her as well you know did she feel it was too soon some of the, the topics and things that were discussed in the series. We are in 1992 and for some people that is history. Uh, you know, The first series was like a costume drama it was so long ago. So it's creeping closer but it, it, it isn't now and I think that's important to remember it isn't now. But, I mean, feelings are, are raw, probably still, and, um, and that is understandable. But we feel that too. So it's not like we're not taking any... We know that too, and we feel it. So therefore, none of us are going, oh, we shouldn't be doing it. I think, I think this is a real tribute, I hope. Oh, there you go. Real tribute, she reckons, with regards to this. And Dominic West, of course, was walking the red carpet as well. And uh, Elizabeth DeBecky is going to be playing his uh, wife, Diana, in this. So he talks about his reaction to her casting. It was terrifying. I mean, she was just perfect. And it was the it was the um, it was the uh, camera uh, test. So it was, fortunately, it was a few months before we actually had to well, I had to do a scene, but. I remember thinking, oh my God, she's got this in the bag already. And she was moving and talking and looking just like her character. And I was felt like I was sort of stumbling around in the dark and in front of a crew who'd watched two great casts, you know, play this show before. So it was really terrifying, but, but amazing. There you go. It has to be. It has to be terrifying. You're stepping into the shoes of people who've gone before that have performed the roles so, so well. But look, it is back on Netflix, The Crown, season five.
is Phil Collins, Two Hearts on LMFM's 11 to 1. We are going back to school. Well, college. Pat O'Shaughnessy is at DQIT. They are hosting their annual open day today. We're going to check in with him after these. 11 to 1. DQIT is hosting its open day today. It's running from 3 to 7 and they're encouraging anyone interested in starting their college career to go along to the campus and find out more about what they have to offer. And Pat O'Shaughnessy is there learning lots this morning. Ah yes, Sinead, you're very welcome back and I am learning. There is no doubt about it and how learning has changed. And of course, as I said earlier in the day, a lot of the modules are taken up already, even though it is the open day. And if you want to get in there, the evening sessions are available. So get online there and get yourself hooked up if that is what you want to do. I'm joined now by uh, two ladies, Fiona Lawless and Dr Anita Burn, um, and of course, DK is an incredibly student-focused college, which supports ranging from careers guidance to student health, and uh, I suppose it's a student-centred college. I'm going to go over first to Fiona. Um, courses that mention maths, right, sort of frighten the bejeepers out of everybody. Oh, not maths again. So, tell me a bit about how you get around that and what you do. Okay, um, yeah, we're, we're very aware, I suppose, I, my background is I, I, I was a maths lecturer, so I would have delivered maths in engineering, ag, science, everywhere in the, in the college. And what you very quickly become aware of is the fact that students, maths divides a room. So some students love it, really engage with it, and others are, are a bit wary and a bit scared. Um, and, and I suppose the message is that we believe mathematics is for everybody at, at, at whatever level they need to access it. So, you know, and that's what we make, we, we try to achieve. So small successes to build confidence um, and competence in maths is, is kind of our ethos and, and how we approach things. So you will direct students and help them then if they want a specific proficiency, that's there for them? Yeah, of course. Um, so we would have a, an institute-wide math support service that's available, you know, that provides one-on-one support and also targeted workshops, you know, on topics that we typically know students find difficult. So we try to assist them at every level and, you know, so, you know, that, and that's available to all students. So if, if, if Johnny or Mary sitting at home and they're not quite sure because they, they like the idea, maybe only the maths is putting them off or they like the, they're handy at maths, but the computing might put them off. Come along and they'll be guided in the right direction. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, come in and, and check out our courses. Like, the, the, our, our programmes have a range of levels of mathematics in them, you know, from those who, you know, that have, have, have very little maths to to programs that have been developed specifically for people who love maths and enjoy work problem solving so I, I suppose our maths and data science program is 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 a really really good one to check out because it it it's it's leading to lots and lots of different industry um opportunities Thanks very much. I could talk to you all day, Fiona, head of department. I can see why you are the head of the department of computing and mathematics. You do make it sound very interesting and you can see, I can see why you broke it down there. I'm going to move over now very quickly to Dr. Anita Bourne um, of Midwifery. Now, tell me, you received a national award. Well done. Tell us a bit, little bit about that, please. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I received the uh, John Kelly Award. It was for excellence in universal design for learning implementation. Mm. Um, and what that means is, what universal design for learning is, it's an open approach to learning. It, it's bringing inclusivity from the margins to the mainstream. It 
looks at the wonderful variety of learners that we have coming into DKIT and that we will have in the future coming into DKIT and we're opening the doors to learning for everybody including those who may find that learning can be challenging at times whether it's to do with maybe a physical uh, challenge that they might have uh, a reading or a writing challenge that they might have um, or, or you know a, a coordination challenge that they might have. So what, what Universal Design for Learning does, it offers multiple means of engaging Engaging with learning, offers multiple resources that they can learn from, not just lectures and not just reading and writing, um, but video, podcasts. It opens the doors completely for people who wish to learn and it also allows them to demonstrate their learning in, in various ways as well. And, and just before I go back to the studio, if, if I could sort of put a synopsis on that, what that's saying to me is that people who felt left out before about education, who felt, I just don't have that ability that is now there completely and utterly tailored to bring them in. Absolutely. I mean, inclusivity is the key feature of universal design for learning. It really does, like I said before, open the doors for all learners, not just those who in the past may have been identified as academically gifted. Um, Everybody has an opportunity to learn and everybody can grow through learning. And that's what universal design for learning does. It offers that opportunity to everybody. Well, thank you very much both for coming in and standing in the cold here to get inside to the Roadrunner because it's been very cold outside, even those gorgeous blue skies. If you want to come down and hear what uh, Fiona Lawless and Dr Anita Bourne have to say, come along, out, get onto the courses uh, and browse the campus. It's absolutely amazing. But for now, Sinead, we'll say bye-bye and we'll be back to you later on in the morning. Thank you. Thanks a million, Pat O'Shaughnessy. See dkit.ie forward slash open day. News at 12 is on the way, but after that, another TV news. And this time, there's a surprise for fans. 11 to 1. Yeah, Corner Shop, Brimful of Asha, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you. You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1 and you can get in touch 086-1800-658. Now, if some surprising news, big surprise with regards to this. I've had lots of messages actually over the last little while about this particular TV series. I know I'm back to talking about TV, but it is very, very good. Uh, the season um, of Bad Sisters, uh, the first season just did phenomenally well. And if you've watched it, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't, but if you've watched it, it kind of leaves it sort of open-ended towards the end. Now, Sharon Horgan, who we all know and love so well, she is from Town. She has confirmed that there's going to be another season of this. I'm so, so excited. She says, if you told me three years ago that I'd be making a series about five murderous sisters chasing a man around Ireland trying to kill him, I'd have said, yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) I love it. She says, the response to the show has been beyond what we could have hoped for. It gave us the opportunity to shine light on stories that don't always get such a global platform. I look forward to getting chilly in the Irish Sea once more. So there's going to be another season of this I'm very excited all the cast are going to be back as well so you've got the whole cast back together as well for this so season two of Bad Sisters will be coming to Apple TV very exciting I did have quite I actually only had a message only yesterday about somebody that had finished the season one and was recommending it to me so there you go season two it's on the cards now let's see what else is happening in the world of showbiz The Buzz on LMFM keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app Hi, I'm Louise. 
Jonathan Price takes on the role of Prince Philip in season five of The Crown. The Netflix drama had its premiere in London last night and he tells us the role is one he was born to play. I've spent 75 years preparing for this role because it's the kind of role you bring a whole life's experience to. You know, it's there in your DNA, should we say, and then you, while you're acting, you forget about it. The War on Drugs have announced their Irish return. The Grammy Award winners will play the summer series at Trinity College on June 27th. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Judith Scheinlin says former neighbour Justin Bieber was terrified of her. Scheinlin, a.k.a. Judge Judy, says that he'd have his security team alert him any time she was outside so they wouldn't cross paths. She had a laugh about it to Access Hollywood as she reminisced about what it was like living next to the Honest Singer years ago. He's scared to death of me. There was a period of time before he grew up sure. when he was foolish yeah. and doing foolish things. And so I must have said something about it. And then I understood that he was paying the front door people to let them know when I was there coming and going so he wouldn't have to bump into me. <laughs> That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yes, LMFM.ie for your celebrity news and Eddie Caffrey will have more for you later on uh, on The Drive. Now, a little later than usual, but it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day, 1799, Napoleon Bonaparte pulls off a coup and becomes the dictator of France under the title of First Consul. And today is World Freedom Day, commemorating the fall of the Berlin Wall and the Iron Curtain. It's a call for liberty everywhere. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Back to the music now. Here's Frank and Walters in LMFM's 11 to 1. Here's after all, LMFM's 11 to 1. So earlier on, we played Corner Shop, Brimful of Asha. And Mark and Kells, regular listener to the show, has given me a chuckle with his message. He says, Hi Sinead, I always thought this song, A Brim Full of Asher, went grain putter rasher on the 45. <laughs> I still believe that's what's being sung. OK, let's just put this into practice now with Mark's theory. Here it is. And I bet you, I bet you anything, all you're going to hear is grain putter rasher on the 45. Here we go. The rusher on the 45 Crane put a rusher on the 45 Crane put a rusher on the 45 <laughs> Oh I love it I love it Mark That's giving me a laugh today Thank you so much It's not It's brim full of Vasha I don't know what that means But it's not in to do with Rashers or anything like that We did this before in the show You might recall Oh a good while ago We were talking about Misheard lyrics There's loads of them out there But I don't think I've ever Cream put a rashers Love it. Thank you so much for giving me that laugh today. Now, uh, we're getting serious now, right? Serious. We have to think about our life, our goals, our ambitions. We're going back to college with Pat O'Shaughnessy. He's at DKIT for their open day. We're going to join him after these. 11 to 1. We're back to school today. It's college, DKIT. They are holding their open day. It's running from three to seven. You can find out all the details, dkit.ie forward slash open days. And Pat O'Shaughnessy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew are there. How are we getting on, Pat? 
Hi, yes, Sinead, you're very welcome back here this morning. Still blue skies overhead, really enjoying myself. And uh, I'm being imbued by a lot of the knowledge and a lot of the information that's coming my way this morning, taking it all on board. One of the things that you can do at DKIT is you can come back or you can stay on or you can further your education or you can find whether there are other career paths for you. All of that happens as well. Two ladies are going to talk to me about that this morning are Neve Fallon. She's just com- completed her Bachelor of Arts degree in Entertainment and Management. And she is also hear this title she's the president of the students union and i heard her singing in the background there to some of the tunes we were playing so i think she's a wee note on her voice as well neve good morning how are you good not too bad how are you so what's it like being the student and being here and the, the pre- president of the students union yeah it's it's pretty cool like whenever i first started dkt like it wasn't something that really ever crossed my mind i came from Newry. i came probably one of the only people that i knew coming that year um, took a year out, came back, didn't really know what to do and then it was sort of just last year when I was in my final year and I was like, do you know what, this is actually a really good opportunity. So yeah. So you're enjoying it? Yeah, it's really good. So for people coming back, what would you say to them? You know, you, you can really find yourself here and if you're not sure where your path is, you're saying come back and try another year and see what you can do. Uh, yeah, totally. So uh, I first of all started to study at home uh, I studied uh, business and finance and as much as I was actually really really good at the finance end but it wasn't for me I wasn't enjoying it so I had no shame in sort of taking the year out mm-hmm. and then DKIT wasn't really something that I had ever looked at whenever I was in school but it was only on that year out when I looked at DKIT and I came and as a person and through education I've flourished in both so yeah it's been a really really good experience for both of those things Well c- congratulations on that yeah and you're, I can see you're comfortable with the mic there as well and I did notice you singing do you do a wee bit of singing or what's the story there? Oh uh, no it's just a pastime so what it you, is Oh so you do it yeah, yeah. I, I was just looking at the way you were using the <laughs> mic as well there Neve, congratulations I've got over to Clodagh King now who, who's pursuing her PhD here in microplastics would you believe something that's on the tip of everybody's tongue both at sea and on land so um, um, how is that going for you, uh, Clodagh? Um, yeah, it's gone pretty good. Um, I'm kind of I'm at the last stages of my mm. PhD now. Mm. So I started in September 2019. I have another year left. Um, I still have a little bit of lab work to do. And then all next year is going to be writing up and trying to get my papers published. And we all seem to know about microplastics. So it was something we hadn't a clue about. And then suddenly David Attenborough did yeah, his exactly. programme. And then we were all aware of it in the sea. But you work on the land. Yeah, on land, exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, the first ever study that was done on microplastics in soil on, and on land was only in 2012. So it's really new area of research. Um, but yeah, up until now, most uh, other researchers, like globally, have just focused on the oceans mm-hmm. and rivers so uh, yeah on land it's, it's relatively new but it's very important because all of the plastic that ends up in the sea is actually produced uh, on land yes of course so um, yeah it's and like uh, Neve there Claude, she said she took the year out and she wanted to just you know find out what you wanted to do shrug off what wasn't right find out what was right and come back and she's flourishing here do you find the same when you come back to do a PhD you obviously like the environment well, yeah, I didn't come back to do a PhD. Yeah, no, yeah. I did my degree and I went yeah. straight into the PhD. Oh, you went straight but in? Okay, I yeah. Do, I, I can relate um, as mm. well because I would have done my leaving cert in 2011. Um, what? Yes. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I would have done my leaving cert in 2011. Um, I went to UCD for three months mm. uh, to do an arts degree in Irish and geography. I didn't really like it. 
Um, so then I took a year out um, and then I did a, a higher certificate in food science in DIT in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, I did kind of like the course, but I more so like the environmental modules that we covered on mm-hmm. it. So then I reapplied to the CAO and I liked the look of the environmental bioscience course in DQIT. So I was actually 22 when I started the degree then. Good um, Brilliant. It was kind of like going mm. back then. Um, but yeah, um, Dundalk is fantastic. I'm here nearly eight years wow. studying. Uh, well, it's and you're going to come out th- at the other side, yeah, with, yeah. A, w- with a PhD. Well, look, <laughs> uh, congratulations, you brought him up again, the clock here. Um, and Sinead, that's what it's all about. When you hear those wonderful stories, and I can hear, I'm here and I can see their faces and you see the enthusiasm, you know, that they, that it just, it just bouncing out from them. It's fantastic to see. I'll be back uh, near one o'clock for the last time today with some more information on what happens here at TKT and just to express the wonderful campus that it is. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thanks a million, Pat. Yes, it just goes to show everyone's journey into college and different courses is different dkit.ie forward slash open days now back to the music here's Lewis Capaldi Lewis Capaldi forget me he was one of those annoying people in school who never missed a day yes he has revealed his impressive achievements from his primary school days with a newspaper clipping on uh, Twitter he said uh, with the caption that's the difference between you and me because while you were sitting around waiting doing niche I was out making moves hashtag no days off he was one of those ones that was in every single day. Look at him there proudly with his certificate as well. So there you go. Another reason to like him or load them. I don't know. Lewis Capaldi. Uh, now we have a poll going on the show today. It's to do with, uh, it's all kind of in connection with the new licensing laws uh, that were agreed that will give nightclubs the option to stay open till 6am. 20 year old Sinead would have loved that. 38 year old Sinead is not for this at all. She's very tired. You know what I mean? There's a lot of effort into going out. I don't know. I like my pyjamas. I like the fire. I like the Netflix kind of vibe. But I'm asking you are you like me? Do you like the cosy night in or are you all for a night out? Keep those messages coming in. We'll get to some of them now shortly. 86 658 11 to 1 Absolutely love this song. Haven't heard it in ages. It's from 1987 album The Lion and the Cobra. Here's Sinead O'Connor Mandinka on LMFM's 11 to 1 That song could get you in the humour for going out. Do you know what I mean? Sinead O'Connor Mandinka <laughs> We're asking you, you know, what's your vibe? Are you going out vibe? Are you dancing until 6am? Or are you cosy night pyjamas, Netflix kind of vibe? Uh, Hester says, uh, I hit 60 earlier this year. Life is far too short to sleep. Take me to the disco. I'd love a 6am finish. She even has a dancing emoji. I mean, well, look, you know, I feel like Hester would be the kind of person as well that would like, you know, be that friend that comes over and goes, no, come on, we're going out. Get your glad rags on. It's happening. And I feel like you'd just have to follow her and then you'd have a great night of crack. So you're giving me all that with your message. Uh, on the flip side of that, Cindy, she's not having any of it. She says, oh, a cosy night in without a doubt. No more high heel pain. Again, a lovely emoji of the high heel and more uh, money in the pocket. Well, yeah, all good reasons to stay in. The high heel pain, she kind of has me at that as well. Yeah. What are we feeling? It's it's looking very much, though, judging from my poll here so far, it's looking very much like that the people of the Northeast are party animals. It's a little opportunity to change that. If you fancy the cosy night in winning on our poll, 86 658 LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on lmfm.ie.
Uniblock requires a customer services slash sales support and credit control person. Please send your CV to bhasset at uniblock.ie. So that's B-H-A-S-S-E-T-T at uniblock.ie. Tresses and Talents Betty's Ten requires a senior stylist to join their multi-award winning team. Please apply to Hazel. She's Hazel Boschel. So it's B-O-S-H-E-L-L at hotmail.com. And Frameform Steel Systems Limited are recruiting staff for their technical and production departments at their new facility in the Finnebar Business Park in Dock. For details, check the job section on their website. That's frameform.com. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yes, DKIT is hosting its open day today. It's running from three to seven and all morning. Pat O'Shaughnessy has been giving us a sample of what life is like on campus. Time to return to him for the last time now. How are you getting on, Pat? Ah, yes, Sinead. Very welcome back for the last time today. Morning has absolutely flown and I have to say I'm very much enriched by the people that I've spoken to here all morning. And I'm sure it's going to be the same again. A lady who I know very, very well here because we're talking about hospitality and all of the events and all of the courses that are around that. I know quite well through social activities that we have on the bike. Lorraine Dunn, and she bet me this year, I'm going to say that very quietly. Uh, she's a lecturer here in hospitality and uh, events. Lorraine, um, hospitality here, you, you recently won an award. Tell me a bit about that. They, they, you have your microphone there, beg your pardon. So you recently won um, an award. Oh, what's that about? We did, Pat, mm. indeed. It was a Delta Award and this is a, an, an excellence uh, award in learning, teaching and assessment. So we have quite a process to go through to achieve this award and we're, we're so proud of it. We achieved the, the award first in 2018 and we have just been given the award again in uh, 2022. So, as I said, we have quite a quite a lot to go through to get this award. So, there are a number of different areas which we had to um, provide evidence of in our teaching, our learning and our assessment. Um, between ourselves with the lecturing team and then also in the involvement of our students uh, on the other side of things. So there are many aspects to it and some of the key things are in relation to how we design our courses, how we teach on them, how we involve our students in relation to our assessment policies, etc. And then from a teaching point of view, we want to make sure that we're the best at our jobs. So we're always continuing professional development within ourselves. So there are a number of things that are available within DKIT and also outside of DKIT, which DKIT will fund us to do to make sure that we're at the top of our game all of the time. Isn't that a great selling point for the course? It's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Mm. And we have some wonderful students in fantastic jobs around the country that we're really, really proud of that have graduated from both hospitality and events management. Uh, and I'm sure you're quite, yeah, indeed you would be. Why wouldn't you be so proud of it? Um, I'm going to go now to Maria Roddy Frayne and tell me about um, Irish Hospitality Institute and uh, a recent management game. What's that about? Right, well, the Irish Hospitality Institute um, is a professional institute for people who work in the hospitality industry. It's been around for years um, and they run um, the IHI business management game um, every year. So um, it had its 37th run in 2022. And basically what it is, it's um, a challenge for um, students on hospitality, tourism, event management courses across the country. So um, all um, colleges and universities across the the island of Ireland can participate in this course or in this um, uh, these games these games so yeah. um, 
the what happens is you you put a team in and uh, they usually go away to a hotel for two days um, and they're put the, a number of challenges usually three challenges throughout the the two day period um, and these challenges can be you know industry related challenges in relation to sales marketing HR operations anything to do with the hospitality industry and then they. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're put in, you know, really uh, challenging situations to um, to to work through these um, these challenges and come up with ideas, um, and then it culminates. They also throughout the two days they run a business simulation, um, where through a simulation they're running their own hospitality business. So they're acting as the management team of these hospitality businesses against the other teams. So as I said, the um, the game has been running for uh, thirty seven years. So um, the team that we had um, in. Uh, the last game won uh, third place we've previously won uh, first place in it so it's been running since I was in college myself so it's a well recognised within the industry So, and it's great for students to have it on their CV because a lot of the managers out there in industry you know have maybe participated when they were in college as well Sounds like some of these game show experts uh, ripped you off there on that one, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. And congratulations. And I'm right up again the clock and I'm going to go over to Caroline Schoen. Thanks very much, Maria Roddy Friend, there for that and continued success with it. Um, Caroline Shu, you've graduated with an honours degree and now you're back doing your master's. How does that feel? Yes, I'm indeed. Uh, it's very, uh, for me, I've been in DKT for, this is my fifth year now. So it's really familiar with me and I really love to stay on in this campus to continue my study. So I did have choices in different colleges uh, across Ireland to choose which program I can further continue. Um, but I still wanted to stay in DKIT to do my master's. And you have a big smile on your face when you talk about <laughs> the campus here. So you must feel very comfortable here. Yes, I am indeed. You are. Um, and any ideas what you might do then when you get your Masters? Um, not exactly, but I still want to do something related into the hospitality and tourism industry because I've been um, knowing this industry from from the day I started here. Yeah. Um, and I also want to do something related to marketing, which is what I'm um, currently studying. Um, so I hopefully when I graduate, I can get a job in the industry. Well, we wish you well in your endeavours and maybe when we're back next year we might just find out how well you're getting on. And thank you, the three of you, for having a chat to me here this morning. It's Lorraine Dunn, Maria Roddyfriend and Caroline Shu, all here, of course, uh, at the hospitality section. Mar- um, Sinead, it's been a wonderful, wonderful morning. Unfortunately, I have to go and I might just go and see, is there hospitality here? And I might get a cup of tea, you'd never know. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, that would be you, Pat. Absolutely. That is a lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company, as always. I'm going to leave you with you too. We'll chat to you tomorrow. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 40 237.